Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in. Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities, purpose, and everything in between. Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. Welcome to Fierce Marriage. Hey, welcome. <laughs> I wanted to start at the Yeah, time. well, I'm glad you did. <laughs> I'm Ryan. I'm Selena. Hey, it's been a crazy couple of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. Today, <laughs> we are going to be talking about covenant. Big and topic. The, yeah, it's a big, big topic. So I, th- I would consider it an opening to maybe the conversation or just to get you thinking. But essentially, we want to we understand covenant and why it's uh, foundational for a fierce marriage. Yes, yes. Um, it is a huge, huge idea. It's an amazing idea. It is a gift from God. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to get into some of those ideas, um, at least from scripture that we've gleaned and talked about. There's a lot of ideas happening right now. <laughs> You're laughing at no, me. No, I was just reading your notes. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So before we do that, we're going to... Um, We're going to switch it up just a little bit today. Usually we would do our heart check. Uh, Instead, we're going to do our highs and lows. And Mm -hmm. to be honest, we're not doing the heart check because I haven't started a new book and I have nothing new to bring to the table, but you did. I did? Oh, maybe you didn't. Not yet. Either way, what's your high and low (laughs) for the last week? So if you're wondering what highs and lows are, basically go over the last week. This is something we use to connect with each other. And essentially we'll go through and say, this was my favorite part of the week, the, the part that we want we want to celebrate, and yeah. then here's another part that I feel like was not so great. Went, was not so great, right. either because of something I did or something that happened to <laughs> us uh, externally. So yeah. go ahead. Um, I think I'll start with a low. I learned this whole highs and lows thing in Young Life. Yeah, go Young Life. Go Young Life. All the Young Life that I leaders that I love. All those Young Life leaders. They're, and those they're Young the, Life kiddos. They're the real heroes. They are. They are. And those There's kids, no man. Those are the the glory givers. So to Carrie, Jesus right if you're there. listening to this, <laughs> go Carrie, Nathan. Anna, if you're listening to this, you guys rock. <laughs> Sorry. We need to give shout outs because people have been telling me, oh, somebody told me that I was on this and they got a shout out and they're super excited. Well, there so you are. I love giving shout outs. So Carrie Sad. I love bragging about my friends. Young Life Sad's Area Director. rock the desert. Back to my highs and lows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my low is probably, um, we had some sick kiddos and the sun was out. That's always hard. Because the sun's not mm. out as much here. So that was, yeah. you know, we were like, had full intentions to go to the park, but we decided to go to the backyard, which is mm-hmm. great too. So, um, and if that's my low, you know what? It's been a pretty good week. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Um, my high is, oh, I got to go on a, um, a little ladies overnight retreat. Oh, yeah. Up to Skagit Valley. That's this, funny. This last weekend with my Bible study ladies on Monday nights. And they are awesome. And we got to see some daffodils a little too early for the tulips. But man, just fields and fields of daffodils. So good. And some great uh, conversation time, connection time, laughing time, and prayer time with lots of tears. Just And good food, man. Ladies retreats. Girls know how to make some good food. I'm pretty sure I was eating raw walnuts and like raisins. The ones I gave you. (laughs) No, (laughs) it was really good. It was a nice um, little getaway and reconnecting with some friends. So that was Big high. Which is kind of new. That's actually the first time you've done an overnighter and left me with the kids. But yeah. this time, technically, we actually ended up sleeping up at the camp. Yeah. I brought, I, he was very near us, which was good. The girls had colds, and it has been a rough yeah, sleeping it, it's time. It's been a rough so. week with yeah. in terms of just cold. I think it's the last the last yes. bit of cold Spring that we're going to feel. Yeah, so I think that was probably my high slash low. Is <laughs> That was a lot of fun hanging out with Joshua. He's yes, a good friend. And their three boys. Yep. 
And so Joshua and me are the dads. We took his three boys and our two girls <laughs> on a on a dad venture. Yes. And it was intense. It was really good. The weather was incredible, but the kiddos were a bit on edge the our whole time. Kiddos. I think yeah, ours. I think they were cold, tired, and sick. <laughs> and so I don't know. We went. But we they went love hard. the Mayor boys. They get along really well, and those <clears throat> yeah. boys are just the sweetest and greatest. Yeah, so yeah. It was a good time. Really, really, really love their family. Great family. Fun, fun spending time with with them. They're wonderful. So yeah. So my low, yeah, it wasn't too bad. It was just that the girls were really sick, and and that. But otherwise, it was really, really fun. Um, the next one. So my high is actually at the time of recording this we're just coming off of a the Barnes and Noble they did a 50% off thing yeah so that was for yesterday for new book Fierce Marriage for the new book Fierce Marriage you go to fiercemarriagebook.com to find yep. out about it anyway that was great it went it went off we actually broke Barnes and Noble I think they said we ran out of stock even though we <laughs> there's no such stock. thing <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. pre-order so I don't know how that's possible <laughs> but uh, so we got that fixed took like an hour to get that fixed and then we ended up hitting number one on Barnes and Noble I didn't even see it coming no Chad texted Very me unexpected Chad Cannon a friend Chad yeah he texted me and said hey congrats on number one on Barnes and Noble I said wait what <laughs> what are you talking about he says you don't know yeah, and so he 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 got brought me up to speed. So then we got to celebrate that yeah, a little that bit. Yeah, that was crazy. It, and it was a, yeah. I, I don't know what that means in the book world. To be frank, I just know that if there's a number one, it's I'm happy we're there. <laughs> <laughs> Says my sweet but competitive husband. It's not like no, New York Times, right? No, I know. It's not like. <laughs> but it's great. And it was I mean, just we like didn't, we were up there for a day. It wasn't we like we were up yeah, there for a long yeah. time. But thanks to all of our readers yes. and listeners and. You guys, so that was honestly, a high. That was yeah, God's very been high making, making that grow, and we are yeah. so grateful to all of you. And then to wake up to another text from another <laughs> colleague, Scott Kadersha down in Dallas, he said, hey, now it's half off on Amazon. <laughs> so I'm like, great. Now I got to like spool up the whole engine again, yep. sending emails and telling the, everyone. It's anyway, right. it was it's it's fun. It's it's all a lot of fun. We're excited. That book comes out in about three weeks. Yep. When, yep. when this and episode there, drops, it'll be three weeks from today, yep. April 17th. There's tons of free stuff if you buy it early. Right. And yeah, so make sure you jump on there. Um, and as of today when we're recording it, it's 50% off Amazon. Don't know what it's going to be like when this episode <laughs> drops. Who knows? On Tuesday. <laughs> so who knows? Check it out. We hope you'll join us. We're actually going to do, this is the part I'm most excited about. Yeah, you get these fierce rings. You get the, uh, you get other uh, study, guide. study guide. You get all that kind of stuff. But I'm most excited about going through it online, like reading through it on a reading schedule. We're not really, we're just going to be going through the discussion guide together, basically. So we're more just like there with you, but it'll be so much fun. So let's get on with today's topic. What All do you right. say? So covenant, what exactly is covenant? Now we, we did a lot of research. Well, you've probably heard us talk about it a lot. I mean, I feel like. Uh, it's one of those things we take for granted, like marriage covenant. Yeah. I don't even think it's something we take for granted. I honestly don't think we even pay attention to it, to be honest. I think that. Well, maybe we're it's in been a vacuum. Overlooked. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, by you, our culture if and you society, ask like an average like, person on the street and you say, hey, what do you know about marriage covenant? <laughs> right. They'll be like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, I think it just hasn't been, I don't think we've spent enough time on it and like we talk about it a lot and it's in our book, which is, I'm really excited about that. So in the, we're able to unpack it, but that's why I'm excited about this podcast, yeah. especially so that we can unpack some of the, the why it's so important because it does yes. answer a lot of questions. It provides a lot of functionality within your marriage. Um, and it's a, it's a yeah. really safe place to be able to discuss and fight and, you know, sharpen each other as well. Yeah. So in all of our extensive research, we came up with, we found the dictionary definition of covenant. Okay. And are you, Hold on. This is a long one. Make sure you have a pen and paper and write this down. It's going to be real long. Covenant is an agreement. <laughs> 
got that? <laughs> anyway, as Webster's dictionary. Yeah, you know there. what? Webster's is so it's so just stimulating <laughs> how deep they go into it. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that that is actually not an agreement. I mean, <laughs> why are you shaking your head? I can say normal words without you reading innuendo into them. Stimulation is a real word. <laughs> and deep. Okay. <laughs> it's deeply <Cut>. stimulating. <laughs> All right, Alrighty. I'm not cutting that out oh, so you can gosh. learn your lesson. You have a very dirty mind. <laughs> okay, so that's the, I think I would call that a worldly definition, right? So they look at covenant and they say, hey, it's great, it's an agreement. We've, you're delivering this, I'm delivering that. Yeah. And as long as we both do our part, we're in a covenant together, we're in a contract together. It's synonymous with contract. Right. A biblical definition is much, much deeper. Mm-hmm. It's much more robust. Um, Selena, why don't you read this? This is actually from um, a ministry that I've come to love. It's called Ligonier. Um, this is written by a gentleman named Mark Jones. And, yeah. Uh, he, we basically, he wrote an article called What is Covenant? Here's something he says on it. Yep. Uh, at its most basic level, a covenant is an oath-bound relationship between two or more parties. Thus, human covenants, for example, marriage, fall under this general definition. In divine covenants, God sovereignly establishes the relationship with his creatures. Yeah, I love that. So the uh, the the I think the differentiating differentiating phrase that he uses is an oath bound mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. So something about an oath, right? Right. An oath is like a heart commitment to it to a, a thing. Right. You're saying I'm taking an oath right. to do this. It's like it's, you're not like signing up for a marathon. Yeah, it's not like signing a gym contract. Right. <laughs> right. Like yeah, I'll pay you at this time, and you can I can come in when I want. Yes, although those it are very a, hard to break. It, like if you, it, well, can you imagine if you had to sign like a gym oath? <laughs> right. <laughs> An oath bound relationship with your gym, if you don't show up at the right time. Which by the way, there's a really funny comedian on Netflix that talks about that. <laughs> Dear my gym, <laughs> had to say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's called Happy Face. It's funny. It's clean too. Um, but anyway, uh, that, that oath bound dynamic is so different to mm-hmm. covenant and especially marriage, right? When you stand in front of this, people forget this, but remember your wedding day, right? When you stood at that altar, I'm just thinking back to ours, mm-hmm. how I stood there and you walked down the aisle, the music was playing. Mm-hmm. I turned into a pile of goo, mm-hmm. just crying. You walk down, you, we stand face to face we say these vows to each other. The pastor says, do you like, right. do you promise basically? Yeah. And you say, I do. You're taking this oath. I am taking an oath to love you. Mm-hmm. To be in relationship yeah. with you. To For better or worse, yep. richer and poorer, till death do us part, yep. sickness and in health. And that is an oath, right? And everybody sits there and they witness you taking this oath. Mm-hmm. You're doing it for God and men. And you are binding yourself to each other. Mm-hmm. It's human relationship, right? So that's, I mean, I just want to make that very clear distinction between covenant and contract. Mm-hmm. And that co- contract is all about what you can do for me. Covenant is all right. about what I can do for you, really. Right. And there's an aspect of our biblical like marriage covenant that is a part, partly contractual. It's when we sure. operate in in this idea of contract versus covenant that we we start to get skewed in how we should love each other well yeah. and how we should well, how and why and we to, should you're exactly right and to add more texture to that the way we really understand covenant is by looking at covenant in light of scripture yeah. and looking at it how it's laid out in scripture how god's and and really how those covenants within scripture between god and his people yeah. paint a picture of god's covenantal character right and that gives us so much depth in terms of how covenant should operate especially because in in 
Ephesians, Paul says, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church. So mm-hmm. essentially he's like inserting us into this covenantal dynamic right. that God has with his people. Yeah. Now we have with each other. Right. And so there are some covenantal things. And so very, very briefly in the book, in our book that is coming out, Fierce Marriage, we actually do at the end. I did a long, it's funny, that got chopped. The covenant <laughs> chapter was so long. Yeah, it was. It like was. It was like 15,000 words. <laughs> and that's like a fourth of the book length. <laughs> and so the, the editor rightly, you know, we edited a lot down yeah. and then we chopped a bunch of it and put it in the, in the back right. to just kind of lay out the theology of covenant and the relationship between God and his people from right. the time of right. Adam and Eve mm-hmm. all the way up until the, the really revelation. Right. And so you see this, this arc of, I want to say arc of covenant, <laughs> like arc of the covenant, <laughs> like Indiana Jones or, <laughs> No, but you see like this arc throughout scripture, the story this arc theme, and how yeah, covenant is a theme. Yep, yeah. Yep. Um, so as we read that, we see God's character, but um, it's how he, rela- it's, it, the, the main thing we want to learn is it's how he establishes relationship with his people and it's through covenant. Right. So there's two, uh, there's two kind of types of covenant that we see in scripture. There's conditional, that's what I wanted to get to. Co- there's a conditional covenants. Mm-hmm. You do this, I'll do that. Right? right. The Mosaic covenant. Right. The old law. Before Jesus. Right. Was conditional covenant right if my people obey they mm-hmm. will be blessed if they disobey they'll be cursed i will punish them hmm. right then there's other con- there's other covenants within within scripture and um and they're not contractual by nature they're more uh, they're unconditional mm-hmm. right so the abrahamic covenant god said i will bless you and I'll, i will make a nation mm-hmm. i will make you into the nation of israel uh your line will be established forever mm-hmm. the, the davidic covenant yeah talking about the messianic like the promises of mm-hmm. Jesus coming and satisfying the old law. So good. So that those are unconditional things that regardless, right. Like David was is for as heroic as he was, he was also a horrible sinner. Right. Right. Even our, in our best moments, right. you feel like David's, but in our worst moments, we can also feel like David's. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, same with Solomon. Yeah. Right. And, but the covenant was with David. So uh, even, even he made this covenant with David and regardless of David's behavior or David, David's uh, kids' behavior through Solomon and all down through the line, mm-hmm. which if you read the Old Testament, you'll see that they basically dropped the ball big time, mm-hmm. just like we do. Yeah. God still sent his son to die for our sins, yeah. to satisfy the, the covenant. Yep. So in marriage, we, we see this covenantal character of God. Mm-hmm. And it, like you said, Selena, there's contractual portions to marriage, right? right. Like I, I, as your husband, I am contractual. Well, I'll say covenantally obligated to do some things for you because I love you, right? Because love compels me to do that. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also unconditional aspect to how we love each other, meaning right. that even when we fail, we can still love each other. Right. 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 And, and, and we're creates, not talking about divorce. We're not talking about if I right. forget to do something loving, then you're going to, you have grounds for divorce. That's right. not what we're talking about. Right. We're talking about like the bond that we have compels us right. to, to act s- in certain yeah. ways. Yeah. yeah. To serve each other, to love each other well, to stay committed right. to each other and, Um, various areas but I just feel like covenant is so foundational and without I feel like if I was getting if we were getting married again and somebody came to talk to us about marriage and going through marriage counseling yes it's good to understand how to communicate well what you know how to establish a good sex and a good and healthy sex life but I feel like understanding covenant is stimulating sex life uh, would you say okay (laughs) Um, deeply stimulating (laughs) Stop. What? I'm, I'm just... not the one. <laughs> not the one that said those words. <laughs> you, 
You made them gross. <laughs> well, let's just be clear about that. <laughs> um, covenant is is just so foundational, and I wish that like I could have understood it more. And you know, you know, God grows us in our understanding of of His ways, but covenant is is it's this the safe area that's it creates this venue for us to be able to love right. each other well for us to be able to mature in our love for each other um it's a it's a safe place for us to kind of duke it out a little bit and say okay i know you're not going to leave if i bring up something that's hard for you to hear or deal with yes there's a way to do it in a loving and truthful right. and honest way right but i'm not scared to bring it up because i i'm afraid you're going to leave me you know i don't have to like right keep myself you know thin and my hair done all the time and looking great all the time to make sure that you'll stay like i know that you're not going to leave me right and, you know on the flip side of that there's there's stewardship and and wanting to take care of myself other but principles govern those absolutely. Those, those behaviors but yeah. it's like this our covenant is our safety net like i absolutely. know that i'm yeah. not gonna i'm not gonna if i fall that's fine you're still gonna be there like we're when right. we fail I think of it, and I, I, I love this word picture. I, I think of it like the Colosseum in ancient Rome. And mm-hmm. I know we talked about this a little bit beforehand. I know it's a really violent thing, right? It's very violent. But what I the picture, I get, the reason why I think about it is because I feel like covenant is like these massive walls mm-hmm. surrounding you, and you're in the middle, right? and you are duking it out, and for better or worse. And mm-hmm. it, it's not to the death in the sense where you're like violently right. fighting to the right. death, but you are, you are there until living death. to the death. You're living to death. the death. Yeah. You're living together. To and death so to part. I want to care for you. And I'm like, what that means is that we're going to be together, whether we're like duking it out or we're loving each other. And I think we talked about, you, you do it in a way that is actually loving. Right. I'm not, I don't want to li- be stuck in the Coliseum with a dead person in that <laughs> right. I've, I've like, I've, spiritually manipulated you i've emotionally manipulated you Mm -hmm. or like made you like beat you down verbally Mm -hmm. and so i want to like we want we have to talk and communicate in a loving way we need to fight well Mm -hmm. in a way that's not riddled with anger and vitriol and Mm -hmm. bitterness but in a way that actually is pushing us toward reconciliation so covenant is the only i think is what you're saying right Mm -hmm. covenant's the only venue big enough to handle marriage right right namely it's only venue big enough to handle love right in its true form right so, yeah, that's a, it's a big idea. And so when we, when, when you hear us talking about covenant or when you think about covenant in your own marriage, mm-hmm. think of it like that. Another visual picture I love to use because it's personal to us is right. you're driving, it's like you're creating down the freeway 70 miles an hour. The car is your covenant and you, no one's going to leave because it, it means certain death. Right. Right. Jumping out of a moving vehicle <laughs> like that. We had a fight recently. We were coming down from a vacation and it was like, it got so bad. And I thought to myself, man, this is why. Like, I feel like I'm saying things. She's not hearing me. I'm not hearing what she's saying. It's like everything we're saying, we're just fighting, fighting, fighting. And it was kind of the end of a month long or two month long time where we hadn't been connecting. And I remember just hitting the timeout. We're driving down the freeway southbound. And I said, timeout. I love you. I'm not going anywhere. We'll get through this. This is terrible. But Mm -hmm. I just want you to know that. I need to know that you love me too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you love me? You're like, fine. (laughs) People, I can rage. I don't like to admit it, but... Hey, we all can, right? Yeah. But I think what that did is that started kind of the diffusing of those bombs. Right. And right. we finally started to connect again. Another, and a few other you know circumstances happened where we yeah. could actually like, have time together yeah. in a peaceful way. <laughs> and so, uh, anyway, the covenant is like that. Right. Right. You just say, pause, this sucks, 
where I'm not going anywhere. You're not right. going anywhere, right? Okay, right. game on. Right. I think of Wayne's World and they say, game on. <laughs> or game, you know, car. Yeah, lots of like movie references yeah. and funny things today. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and the other, there was another aspect we wanted to talk about um, with Covenant of how it, you said it was those big, tall, like walls. Um, right. And we both, you and I have discussed this, that we feel like Covenant is not only foundational, but it's those walls that, and, and, boundaries that God created for us to flourish. So they're walls that keep, you know, good things in and growing and, and nurtured and, and also right. bad things out at the same right. time. Yep. Um, yeah. So I, one example of that is, uh, making it, we talk about, um, kind of making it known, mm-hmm. right. That I have a wife. So, uh, I forget where I was recently, but in Texas, uh, well, I don't know. It was, it was more recent than that, but somebody was, uh, a girl, was being very like friendly to me, not flirty or anything like that, um, but very friendly. And I was, I just, as soon as I found it naturally, I said, yeah, my, I'm going to, I'll run this by my wife and see what she thinks or my wife, you know, yeah. whatever. So it's like that covenant, like she's my wife. Brings I'm married to forefront. her. Yeah. There's a covenant there. There's a wall there between right. that other girl and me. Right. And the wall is covenant, meaning right. that we can talk and be civil. And I appreciate you cause you're human and, right. and I appreciate your kindness cause I'm also a human. <laughs> right. But that's where it ends. Yeah. Right. And I and so you, you kind of remind yourself and remind mm-hmm. others that those walls are there. Right. To to help protect things. Now, obviously, there's other ways that that plays out, like online. Right. Um, my covenantal, you know, bond with you compels me not to like seek out any of that stuff online. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it compels me to think. I, I don't let people speak. Mm-hmm. Right. Remember, we talked about a while back, like your marriage needs advocates, not right. adversaries. Right. Yeah. And so when you're going through a hard time, like don't. Don't let people speak ill of your covenant and say, you need to divorce him. Yeah. Or you need to divorce her, man. She's whatever. She's crazy. Right. And say, no, no, no. That's not on the table right now. We're not right reacting now. right now. We're, I need we're, you to help me through this yeah, as a brother. Yeah, help me to learn right. and know how to respond to this and not just yeah. react to it. And fly I need you to advocate middle. for my marriage, yeah. not be an adversary of it. Yeah, yeah. And so as a when your covenant is clear to you and clear mm-hmm. to others around you, uh, that, that it protects you right. from those things. Right. So I wanted to read a little bit from... Um, from our book, and so we talk about the the character, the character, the covenantal character of God, and what that mm-hmm. means. I think one of the most beautiful pictures uh, comes from Ezekiel, um, Ezekiel sixteen. Um, I won't give all the context, but just just listen to this. It's verse eight, and God is speaking. He said, "I made my vow to you and entered into a covenant with you," declares the Lord God, and you became mine. I'll just continue reading. This is again out of our upcoming book. Uh, this is only a few verses before the very strong language. Um, very strong language rebuking Ju- uh, Jerusalem as a faithless bride, one who turned from loving adoration and dependence on God to self-sufficiency and idol worship. Like a spurned spouse, God speaks with the intense love, emotion, and commitment of one who loves covenantally. This is uh, this comes from Ezekiel 16, verses 59 through 60, and then 62 to 63. I'm going to read more scripture. It says, For thus says the Lord God, I will deal with you as you have done, you who have despised the oath and breaking the covenant. Yet I will remember my covenant with you in the days of your youth, and I will establish for you an everlasting covenant. And you shall know that I am the Lord, that you may remember and be confounded, and never open your mouth again because of your shame, when I atone for you and all that you have done, declares the Lord God. So even in God's heartache, if we can call it that, he for sure, he for showed the atoning grace to be given to the church through Jesus, the ultimate bridegroom, in order to present himself a blame present to himself a blameless bride, his chosen people. So I think in that picture, I I just Ezekiel is a very vivid it's a very vivid book. 
in the Bible. And I love how it paints a picture of the covenantal character of God and how he, even in those moments of, of pain, really, Mm -hmm. he's saying like, you have done bad, like you have turned to idols. You have whored yourself out. They actually use the word whore Mm -hmm. (laughs) as a verb a lot. Mm -hmm. Ezekiel uses it a lot in that passage or in that, that, that book. And that's a very like vivid mental picture. Mm Mm-hmm. So even Selena, if I hoard myself out, mm-hmm. right? right? Not just like, oops, I messed up, mm-hmm. but like I am actively leaving you. I am right. actively forsaking you. Right. Now, obviously in marriage, we do have the, the, you know, that provision for if there's adultery in a marriage, it does provide a way out. Just reconciliation is always the better path. Mm-hmm. If there's repentance, that's always the better path. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's a, that's a weird example. But what I'm saying is like, God still loved us. Right. He still sent his son. When we go to other places for value, for validation, for identity, for confidence, for assurance, for acceptance. When we go to other places or other people besides him, he still loves us. He still sticks to his covenant. He's still pursuing us. And if I, if that's, there's no more complete, um, picture of covenant and covenantal love than God. So for God to to give us the ability to live in our marriage with a covenant like this is an amazing gift. Yeah. Because it's not just the venue for us to actually learn how to love and to be more Christ-like and to be uh, reconciled to each other, reconciled to Jesus and sanctified. Mm-hmm. It's a venue for all of that. But guess, get this. This is the part that gets me. It's also the venue where sex is like designed to flourish. And because of sex, it's the venue where generations are born, generations are raised and generations are put out into the world through this covenant. Right. So like God in his goodness loves us through covenant, gives us the ability to love each other in covenant mm-hmm. and to participate in the great commission of mm-hmm. both creation mm-hmm. of a new soul right. through, through, you know, intimacy, mm-hmm. but then also in discipling that new soul to a relationship with Christ and sending them out into the world, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to be hands and feet of Jesus. Right. So, it, it, there's a lot of depth here, um, and we're very passionate about it, as you can probably tell. Um, but hopefully this got you thinking a little about Covenant. Right. I don't think this will be the last no. uh, episode on Covenant. Yeah. Consider it a survey, 50,000-foot view. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll get into exactly the, the, the nitty-gritty aspects of you know the theology mm-hmm. of Covenant. Yeah. Um, but what for today, if a, you know, a husband or a wife, you're listening to this, how can you apply it? And I think uh, the most – Selena, what do you think? What's a good couple's challenge? Um I think honestly, just if you've listened to this, what's, what's one thing that you've learned about covenant from, from the podcast, um, and take some time to talk about it with your spouse. Just one idea, one thing that you would take away, maybe something you didn't understand, or even maybe something you disagree with, or mm-hmm. something that you see in your own marriage that you can, you can talk about. Just keep it a, you know, somewhat simple thought and, and talk about it with your spouse. Cause it's a really important, um, conversation to have. Yeah. And I, I would even encourage you to take it a step further and talk about how covenant can affect the various areas of your relationship. Like mm-hmm. maybe the next time you don't agree on something mm-hmm. or the next time you're um, frustrated with each other yeah, or the next time you have to make a big decision, mm-hmm. you know, maybe just think about through, through a few scenarios, maybe current or future that you're going through and how covenant can bear positive yeah. weight on that. So good. So good. All right. So coming up, we have our quick Q and a segment and we're going to be answering two questions. uh, And uh, we hope you'll stick around for that. And uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. All right. So we're 
we're back to do our segment. Uh, quick question and answer from some friends that have written into us. By the way, if you do have any questions for us, uh, we would love to get them, read through them, listen to them. You can uh, send them in to at fiercemarriage.com slash ask, A-S-K, or you can call them in or text them in at 971-333-1120. And we would definitely be happy to address those <laughs> in our podcast and or sometimes we do some live uh, videos and whatnot. So um, our first question today, and we are going to get real transparent with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as Christians who, so this is coming from Christy and Joe. They said, as Christians who don't believe in using artificial birth control, how can we stay close when we often have to abstain from sex due to having to avoid pregnancy for now for health reasons? Yeah, that's a big question. That's a big question. So we, uh, when just to be, again, completely transparent, when we were first married, you were on birth control. Mm-hmm. The pill. The pill. Yep. Uh, and that didn't do well nope. like with your hormones, your, your hormones. It was, it made for really high highs and low lows mm-hmm. and, um. Just not feeling well. Yeah. And just kind of feeling gross. So you switched to another one. Right. That didn't help. And yeah, and that didn't help either. And then we honestly, we got to reading mm-hmm. and we, and we, cause we were looking for a way to go about this cause we didn't want to have a baby yet. Mm-hmm. And we got to reading about the various methods of birth control and actually how they worked. Mm-hmm. And, um, honestly we got very convicted. And right. so we made a decision not to use birth control. Right. Um, and, and we'll let artificial you artificial birth artificial control. Birth and control. I think everybody should dive in and look and yeah. read about, we encourage you to read on it. Yeah. We're very, uh, we're very much pro-life in that sense. And it's, mm-hmm. um, it's a big, big topic. Mm-hmm. There's actually a really good, um, speech on the gospel coalition about this birth control and she handles it. It's a, it's a female doctor. She handles it extremely well. Awesome. Um, maybe I'll, I'll try put to find that, that and put a link in the show yeah. notes. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we don't use birth control, um, chemically or anything that's artificial in that sense. We do use, um, to be candid, we use condoms. Yeah. Um, they're not the best, um, we've also gotten pretty skilled at timing things, <laughs> let's put it that way. Not in terms of like cycles, not in terms of your cycles, right? But in terms of actually being intimate. Right, right. Timing things. Right. And, and uh, in the throes of passion. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so, and they're asking, so how do we stay close when we can't, when we have to abstain from sex? Um, well, I, there's I other, guess the reason I'm saying that is yeah. I don't think you have to abstain from sex if you are, if you've chosen not to use artificial birth control. Unless you're saying you don't you don't believe condoms, I don't think there's anything wrong with using condoms, right? Because right? it, anyway, it's further upstream. <laughs> <laughs> um, and well, and they're trying to avoid pregnancy for now and f- be for health reasons. So it sounds yeah. like that getting pregnant is probably not ideal for her body right yeah. now. Um, and so I think you know, there's all kinds of different uh, foreplay and things so you're that you can explore aside from intercourse. Yes, aside yeah. from intercourse, you can. There's also other things you can explore, and that can be healthy and again within the covenant of marriage um and we we do we do have a couple other blog posts about sex and and what's okay it's not just like somebody's one person's agenda versus another it's yeah you know it's a complex topic that. yeah i think the biggest theme in that if you're going to work through like is this okay is that okay can you will you do this or won't you do? it's it's more like what's edifying mm-hmm. what is um what is um you know, enjoyable all right. the way around. It should right. never cause pain. It should never cause either of you to sin. Right. And so if you can answer those in, yeah. with a, okay, then you pretty much just like enjoy yourselves. Read right. Song of Solomon. It's pretty graphic. Yeah. Like really read it. Uh, there's a lot of, 
there's a lot of leniency there in terms mm-hmm. of what you can do and still be glorifying to God and edifying to, to each other. Yeah. Um, sex is there for you to enjoy it. So, um, yeah. I, and, and so to be clear, intimacy, whether it's intercourse or otherwise, mm-hmm. sexual intimacy can happen even without, a, without in, intercourse, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Um, so it's important that you have sexual intimacy in some way. Right. I, I do think it's that important to the health. connection is important. I th- yeah. It's, it's important to connect in that way. Now, what that actually looks like is up to you. Yeah. And it's it, really up to you. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean both have to <laughs> reach their peak or orgasm. You know, sometimes it's it's one or the other and some that's okay. Sometimes we just as women maybe we need that emotional connection of feeling close and maybe the guys need more of like a physical release. So there's just Or the opposite could be true as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um absolutely. and then we've heard that we've heard both sides. Yeah. And so it's important just for you guys Speaking to talk about own, it. Yeah, experience. Yeah. So Yeah. All right. Um, and we want to do one more question here real quick. Um, this is coming from Anon. Anonymous. He's, oh, <laughs> I was like, who's Anon? That's fine. It's anonymous. You and your, your texture. <laughs> Thank you. Just your, your, your okay. Uh, Anyways, that's fine. I'm humble. I listen to your Redeeming Respect podcast. Uh, when, it is, when it is not a moral compromise, when husband and wife disagree on something, is the wife the one who needs to always submit to the husband or should the husband ever submit to the wife's view? Uh, that's a good question. And okay, the big premise here is there's no moral compromise. Right. So given that, um, I think, honestly, m- my tendency as a man and talking to other men and in, in my own marriage, I'll just speak and then, I'll, then you can jump in, but is if there's ever an impasse and it's not something that's morally like, problematic Mm -hmm. right and it's not going to put our our family in danger it's not going to cause financial ruin Mm -hmm. it's not going to do anything that's going to harm us secondary or third tertiary tertiary (laughs) um levels so if it's if it's one of those things and it's 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 a very like negotiable thing then i think it's an opportunity as a husband to serve your your wife better i think you you asked to the husband is there ever a time when the husband should submit to the wife's view i think most most often on these negotiable things, it's an opportunity to serve. Mm-hmm. And so obviously it, you could be generous. You could nuance yeah. it to death and talk about well, what about this or this or that. And I think it's always case by case, Right. but in our marriage, generally speaking, if it's not a moral compromise, then yeah, I agree with you. I just always, I think, I think you should, you should each of you should always, to my will. <laughs> Is that right? No. And there's the smudgeness. And there's the smudgeness. No, just kidding. No, that's uh, a great perspective that you have. Yeah. I, so, I appreciate that about you. And I think both of you, frankly, Anonymous. Both of you should default <laughs> Anon, Mr. Anon. <laughs> I think both of you should default toward generosity toward each other. Yeah, right? that's great. Whenever you can, give, 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 and um, and you'll find how that usually solves a lot of this stuff. So hopefully it answers your question. Don't mean to to skirt yeah. around any questions at all. No, it's great. Um, if you have any more questions, you can call this number. 971-333-1120, or you can text that number as well. Uh, we've gotten a few texts this past week. It's been really fun. Um, if you have any questions you want to submit via the internet, go to fiercemarriage.com slash ask. That's A-S-K, fiercemarriage.com, dot, <laughs> fiercemarriage.com dot A-O-L dot U-S. <laughs> anyway, fiercemarriage.com slash ask, A-S-K. Um, yeah. Yeah, and if you really enjoy the podcast, we appreciate um you telling somebody and share with other people we couldn't do this without you we really just want to share jesus with the world and one way we do that is through you guys and 
through marriage, of course, through our marriage. So uh, please definitely share, tell somebody about it, rate us, subscribe, right? If you have some time, take a few minutes and write a comment. Yes, I know please. that I read those before I get on any podcast. Yeah, they're useful for they're deciding what you want to put And having a friend yeah. tell me, hey, you should listen to this podcast is always a green light for me. So, so um, quickly, to summarize, today we talked about covenant. We talked about what it actually is mm-hmm. in light of scripture, in light of God's character. We talked about how it um, surrounds your marriage and mm-hmm. what functionally uh, what that does in terms of allowing you to flourish mm-hmm. within it. So we definitely encourage you to um, to dive in, find yeah, out about covenant. Absolutely. What, talk to each other about lots of what resources. your covenant means. Yep. Um, again, and I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it again, we do have a book coming out mm-hmm. in three weeks. Yep. It's called Fierce Marriage. Imagine that. Um, imagine that's not in the title. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's called Fierce Marriage. It's on Amazon and everywhere else. But we do get into a lot more depth right. in covenant. We right. talk about even love. So the order of the of the chapters is covenant first. Once we understand that, then yes, we can talk about love right. only within what covenant allows us, Absolutely. gives us the grounds to work on. So anyway, that book's coming out in three weeks. Please join us, pre-order yep. it. You get awesome stuff. If you do that, go to fiercemarriagebook.com mm-hmm. to find out more information on that. And I think before we go, Selena, let's pray um, for these lovely listeners. Yeah. And real quick, next week's episode, I it's going to be on how to fight well, because you said that. And I think people want to hear that. Okay. Next week on the Fierce Marriage Podcast. <laughs> How to fight My radio well. voice <laughs> is getting better by the week. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Please shut up now. <laughs> <No>. Let's pray. <laughs> okay. Shut up. Let's pray. <laughs> that's that's the look on your face right now. But seriously, let's pray. <laughs> okay. Are you going to pray though? Or I'll pray. God, I thank you for this time together. Thank you for these awesome, awesome listeners. I pray that you would... Uh, just begin to fill out this idea of covenant in their hearts mm-hmm. and in their lives. I pray that it would bear weight on them in the most glorious way. Yeah. God, help them to see covenant as a gift um, that binds them together through thick and thin, but also protects them um, from, from attacks on their marriage. And I pray that you would uh, strengthen their marriage because, because of it. Father, I, I pray for the hurting husband or the hurting wife, that mm-hmm. you would soothe their wounds and you give them peace and hope in this season, that they would turn to you, they would find everything they need in you, and in that they would um, find your direction and by your grace be reconciled uh, with, ever, uh, with their spouse or um, whatever problem they're facing, they would find a solution, Lord. Mm-hmm. Anyway, God, we thank you for this, this time together. I pray that you would um, use these words for your glory mm-hmm. and our gain. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, we will see you in about seven days. Thank you again for putting us in your ears. And this episode is... In the can. All right, everybody. Stay fierce. Thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. For more resources for your marriage, please visit FierceMarriage.com or you can find us with our handle at Fierce Marriage on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. We hope it's blessed you. Take care.